smartcast.com This is the morning brief from the Economic Times produced in collaboration with avas.com Honey the golden liquid that Indians consume because of its health benefits may just be a lot of sugar syrup in a bottle Center for Science and Environment CSE has alleged that the biggest honey makers Dabur, Patanjali, Zandu have more than approved quantities of sugar. CSC has even named this sugar concoction as the pass syrup. This news in a pandemic year in a country with high diabetes has started a slugfest between the company's regulators and CSC. These doubts have dealt a big blow to the image of the most trusted homegrown brands in India. The battle is not just between the regulator and the companies but new fronts have opened up as rivals openly take pot shots doubting the veracity of their competitors. From the Economic Times I'm Devina Sengupta and you're listening to the Morning Brief. In today's podcast I've invited Sunita Narayan, Director General for CSE and Ratna Bhushan from the Economic Times who tracks the consumer sector and brands. Good morning and thank you for coming on the podcast Sunita and Ratna. Thank you Devina, happy to be with you. Thank you Devina. Thank you. Sunita, the CSE has reported that an all pass syrup is mixed with pure honey and what consumers are drinking is adulterated version that's harmful. What made the CSE look into the quality of honey right now? What was the trigger? So Devina, the trigger really was um, you know, we heard that the beekeepers were really suffering. very badly and that um, they they were sending us news saying that their product the prices have crashed and that they are just not able to sell now this intrigued us because the fact is that this as you said so correctly is a pandemic here uh, people are have increased their consumption of honey we know that we don't have data but we know anecdotally every household today is using honey as an immunity booster so then it it just did not you know the two facts did not come together and that's when we started investigating and i have to tell you and uh, ratna that it was a very tough investigation because at every end we were blocked at every end we found that we were hitting a dead end because the business of adulteration is so sophisticated and so devious that actually this was not a straightforward story of just somebody mixing sugar syrup in it right you mentioned that a lot of places you were you were blocked but my point is all these test samples uh, what we read was cleared by the indian regulator but when the samples were sent to germany they were rejected there so isn't this a regulatory issue in india no it's not a regulatory issue it's an issue where every regulator across the world is struggling uh, devina i mean you know if you see last week uh, there was a similar issue raised in uk australia new zealand everywhere so essentially what you find is that the business of adulteration is evolving as the standards get set so the regulator has now made standards to detect what is called c3 and c4 sugar in honey now the essentially when we sent the first lot uh, to an indian lab in a state of the art lab they basically said the bigger brands were clear it was a smaller brands that they found c3 or c4 sugar adulteration 
But then when we started looking at Alibaba, seeing that there is a syrup to bypass these standards, getting hold of that syrup, spiking the honey and testing the syrup, that's when the whole story unfolded. And then when we sent the test to Germany to do the NMR and the TMR testing, and NMR, as you know, is a nuclear magnetic resonance test, governments all over the world are saying, listen, if adulteration can beat the C3C4 test, one that we have stipulated, we need to look for something else. Right. And therefore, they are using NMR. And that's how the story came through. So, you know, I do think Indian regulators will have to tighten um, their standards. But I think more than standards, it's about enforcement today and about what we are talking about, name and shame. So, uh, Sunita is talking about name and shame. But tell me something, Ratna, is that Dabur, Okay, which is leading the 1800 crore honey industry and its rivals Patanjali and Zandu are clearly completely denying these allegations. What are they telling the government? Are they making any presentations? Sources at Dabur is saying that they are preparing to submit lab reports that their honey is collected from Indian sources with no added sugar and no other adulterants. And they comply with 22 parameters listed by the FSSAI for testing honey. They are also submitting details of the NMR reports and the the testing equipment, including an NMR test report from a German lab. Similarly, Patanjali says that they have cleared 100 standards laid down by the FSSAI for honey, and they intend to make these representations to the government so that they they want to make their stand clear. that uh, And they have also alleged that this is defamatory to the Indian natural honey industry. That is from the corporate point of view. Right. So now it has, it has to play out to see how it actually, you know, how it is going to impact the consumer. Right. So FSSAI is basically Food Safety and Standards Authority of India. But Ratna's point is that Marico recently, in fact, over the last few days, is now saying that the company which sells Safola, that is Marico, has said it has warned of Dabur earlier that it earlier also doubted the veracity that Dabur is selling pure honey. So rivals are now taking pot shots at each other. So does that mean everybody in industry knew of this adulteration? Uh, Well, they say that as far as the local authorities are concerned and the local regulations are concerned, they have cleared all the tests and they have cleared it on various parameters, like, you know, from 22 to 100 parameters. So they say that, you know, as they are in the clear. So uh, they, and this is what they intend to tell the government itself, intend to tell the FSSCI that as far as they are concerned, they are clear and they do not know if there is any, uh, um, you know, any regulation that, that they need to comply with. They don't know what, what additionally they need to comply with. This is what the companies are saying. Okay, so basically there is a lacuna, Sunita, out here. There's there is no lacuna. There is no lacuna. Please, let's be clear. There's a lot of, this is, I mean, Ratna has reported even on the cola issue. Right. We raised the cola issue. There's no difference. Okay. The first position of companies is, if, if you remember the pesticide and cola issue. Right. Oh, there are no standards for pesticides and cola. So we are meeting all the Indian standards. Okay. Now that's exactly what the companies are saying right now. We're meeting all the Indian standards, the big companies. Okay. Smaller companies are not even saying that because they were caught even not meeting the Indian standards. Okay. Now, I also know that these companies will take the position. These standards have just come in because the regulator, FSSAI, for two years, actually withdrew the standards. Now, the question that I also have is why were these standards withdrawn? 
FSSA knew there's adulteration with rice syrup. There's uh, adulteration with uh, sugar syrup, which would be caught in C3, C4 tests. So why were the standards withdrawn by FSSA in 2019? Their own standards. And then have been reintroduced only as of July. So, you know, I mean, the, the, the companies know very clearly that today the game is about a sugar syrup. And we have shown you how the Chinese websites are showing that there is this syrup. I mean, 50 rupees a kg as compared to what you have to pay beekeepers. So I think there's a lot of industry speak and they have huge power of advertising. I also know that. But let's be clear, there are consumer interests here. We have nothing to do with Marico, nothing to do with Gabar. We have put out whatever data we have. So, Sunita, basically what you are alleging is that there are clear loopholes and the corporates are taking advantage of these loopholes. I am saying there are no loopholes. There is intent to adulterate. Okay, Okay. that is serious. There is intent to adulterate because the economics of it works in the favor of adulteration. Go to any beekeeper today, ask them, why is it that their product is not selling? They will tell you, okay? Okay, they don't have substantiated uh, information. We had to substantiate what they said. But it is very clear. Now, just think about the impact on consumer health. You're taking honey as a protector of your health. You're getting sugar, which is going to damage your health. And at a time when it is COVID-19, and at a time when we know that overweight and the virus COVID-19 actually go together, I mean, just think of the impact. And I mean, I am disappointed, very disappointed with the companies. I would have just thought them to be able to say that, listen, we will clean up. And that's all we want. Right. I, I mean, Sunita is disappointed. I'm actually very worried and horrified because I have been having warm water with honey and lemon for a very, very long time. And now I don't know what I have been consuming. But that said, Sunita, FSSAI has been saying that they had warned earlier of what they're calling the golden syrup, the inverted sugar syrup, the rice syrup in honey. Now, these are just terms for the consumer. But now CSE has found out high fructose syrup, which is getting imported from China. So, what can the government do? Uh, do you see any kind of further discussions with uh, China on this, on any bans coming up? Well, as you know, we did a detailed presentation to FSSAI on Friday. We have urged them to take it up with uh, their embassy in China. We have urged them to look at the Alibaba website. And we have also asked them, why were they unable to point to the right syrup? Forget FSSAI. What we are saying today is that we found that the Chinese actually are selling this in the name of fructose syrup, glucose syrup. And in fact, um, Devina, what should worry us is that the sample that the Chinese company sent to us as a courier right. um, was, was labeled as paint pigment, plastic paint emulsion. Good Lord. So you have to understand the depths at which and the sophistication with which this business is going. And the fact is, these companies are all in it. The game has very clearly been written when we did the cola thing. That we come out with a study like this. The companies now don't respond to us. They use 
all sorts of technical issues. They will use FSSAI and others to say, nahi, 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 SMR test nahi kiya, nahi, 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 ye nahi kiya, wo nahi kiya. They would like this story to go away. It's too inconvenient for them. But please understand, this concerns your and my health. We should be standing up and asking for accountability. Sure. So HS out here means harmonized system code. Uh, Ratna, is that this is like the, like we all had discussed the cola was earlier. This is going to be another major, major impact on the brand image given honey is associated with health. Now, when you say that uh, it's getting imported, the syrup is getting imported from China. It's going to like a, open like a Pandora's box if it hasn't opened already. How big will be the hit? Yeah, so Devina, it will take a lot more than advertising to regain consumer confidence. It's a high-stakes battle for market share at a time when consumption has surged amid the pandemic, as we all know. The timing especially hurts because like Sunita and you have pointed out, it's it's the COVID year and people like every morning people are having honey because it is known for its immunity boosting properties. Now, uh, just just uh, a little throwback during the pesticide controversy, uh, you know, it had decimated Coca-Cola and Pepsi. It led to selective bans of their products, including in the Indian parliament, complex legal, legal battles, and more than two to three years to regain that consumer confidence. And even after that, if you see, all the advertising of Coca-Cola and Pepsi has permanently changed from taste to safety and whatever health they advocate. Similarly, when the uh, Nestle controversy happened over Maggi noodles in 2015, Nestle took a hit of 450 crore and they destroyed 30,000 tons of Maggi noodles just to get over that controversy. So this is, it's going to take a lot more than only advertising and putting out lab reports in public domain for the honey brands to regain the consumer confidence, which is clearly shaken see, up. That's my point is because see, uh, as a consumer, I can say uh, cold drinks or noodles was never associated with health for me. I was consuming it as uh, an additional thing. It was never nutrition. So being told that is high amount of sugar or whatever it is, wasn't that much of a shock value. But when I'm being fed something which is safe or for my health benefit, and then I'm being told that this is actually nothing but sugar, that triggers a different warning altogether. Uh, Sunita, coming to you is that, yes, regulators can clamp down. Do you expect big fines coming in? Do you expect new regulations, more legal battles? What do you expect coming up next? Devina, the point you've made is so important. I don't know what will come up next. When we do these studies, we just, we know what we have done. And I promise you, and I can promise all your listeners today, we have really tried to make sure every dot could be joined. It's a t- It was a very tough investigation, but We have gone, we have joined every dot. Now I know there'll be some little thing on which they will try and pull us down. There will be all sorts of, you know, scientific rigmarole. I mean, if you look at the lab tests the companies are putting out, you know, we have written very clearly saying, put out the batch numbers of the lab tests that you have done. We have not seen anything. There's one Brooker and Brooker is the company which sells the machine. It is in the laboratory. But there's going to be all this rigmarole sending out. They all think that, you know, consumers are basically idiots. And the consumers will see lab report and say, 
But I don't know what's going to happen. I only know one thing, Devina, and I'm very clear about this. We were really wondering whether we should come out with the study right now or not. We know the power of these brands. We also know the absolute, you know, right now in COVID time, there's really no bandwidth for anyone to listen to something like what we have done. But we are driven by two things, and we will stay on course on that. One, the health impact, like you say, and you were very, very right about this. Cola, noodle are not eaten for health. Honey is. Right. So the health impact of this is something that really deeply concerns me. Two, I'm really deeply concerned at the fact that we are, uh, that the beekeepers are losing their livelihood. Now, remember, if beekeepers lose their livelihoods and they stop keeping bees, you lose the service of pollinators. Pollinators that if, if bees disappear, your land productivity goes, biodiversity goes. So I think for us, Devina, the, the battle is much bigger. And, you know, we know the brands will fight it out, slug it out, whatever they do. That's not, I don't even know any brand. I don't know any owner. We keep out of anything like that. We take no money from anyone for this reason. It's a completely in public interest, we believe, that we will stay true to the issue of health and to the issue of beekeepers and bees. For us, that's what's important. Right. So obviously, this has got a very large impact and not just about brands or just about one consumer product. And uh, Broker Machine, I just uh, did a small search right now, basically tests the molecule levels of a particular product. Ratna, as a consumer, can I expect disclaimers on bottles of honey saying how much of sugar is there, how much of fructose or how much of water is there? <laughs> I mean, I know, but as a consumer, I am honestly worried. How much all past syrup is in my mean, I mean, I I understand as a consumer, you know, I really didn't know the difference between an inverted sugar syrup or rice syrup. I need to know (laughs) what am I consuming after all. Absolutely. But a lot will also depend on what the FSSI says. Today morning, I had a brief conversation with Arun Singhal, the FSSI CEO. And he said that we are very closely examining this issue and standards keep evolving all the time. So we we could come up with labeling standards, packaging standards, and of course, the testing standards. So he said it is we have to watch this space and see but we are closely examining it. So if if the companies have to, um, you know, relabel and put guidelines and new, um, you know, protocols on the labeling, it is also going to be driven by a lot by what the regulator says. Right. This is super important that therefore uh, we are hoping that the regulatory machinery is churning and we are coming up with uh, new ways of ensuring the consumer interest remains uh, safe. But uh, my final question, and that would be to you, Sunita, is lobbying. Recently, the sugar mills have been lobbying for increasing sugar consumption. You know, more advertisements is coming up on how one should consume more sugar. Sugar is another spice. It's important for your health. This at the time when the country is suffering from very high levels of diabetes. And therefore, do you expect the sugar lobbying also to come into this whole picture and consumption of more sugar, etc. and push the company's interests further? You know, when we did the cola thing, actually, it was a sugar lobby, which uh, was quite strong at that time. You know, I think that the Indian uh, manufacturers, Indian companies, I mean, who is gaining out of this high fructose uh, syrup? It's a factory made product. I think there is a lot more understanding when we did this. And Ratna, I think, will be better placed to answer it. But my own sense is, see, 2003, when we did the first cola study, 2006, and then we followed it up with a lot of studies on junk food, uh, salt, sugar, fat. 
I mean, I think there is much greater public understanding today of the health impact of bad food. I think people are much more aware today. I see younger generation eating uh, much better than say my generation did. This is part of that inverted um, uh, circle that is always there. My only fear is, and I think that's why for me, the honey story is so important. We must not have a class divide in this. We must not have the super rich eating organic and eating nutritious food. And then the poorer eating worse food when they can't afford it. So I think we need to make sure that the whole issue of good food, the food linked to nutrition and livelihood is on the agenda. And this is where Devina and Ratna, I do feel very sad that there is very little work on this. I mean, you know, CSE does what it does, but there needs to be many more food investigations happening in India. The business is big. It impacts our health. And we need this ability to be able to go out. I know we are going to, I mean, I'm very clear. We've already been hacked yesterday. We know we are getting bugged. We know that there's going to be a lot of pressure on us in the next few weeks. But, you know, that's part of the choice we make when we put out something like this. And we are sure about what we have done, but it's a tough one. And it makes it tougher every time because every time we put out a study like this, it takes a lot of courage now. And as I'm getting older, <laughs> it's taking more and more courage. I have to say, I mean, and I keep wondering, I mean, if we don't do this, what are we going to do? We are too poor to have bad food and bad health. Right, right. So actually, Sunita, uh, the only positive probably is this probably would have 2020 would have been the best year you know to come up with a study or a report like this when everybody is so concerned about their health I think uh, uh, for all the morbid reason uh, one couldn't have chosen a better year than 2020 to bring up such an important health concern and uh, that said um, thank you Sunita and Ratna for highlighting how even the biggest brands need to prove what goes into the making of their products Today's discussion has pointed out that it is not just about the quantity of sugar in honey, but this controversy involves concerns regarding consumer health, the plight of the beekeepers and regulatory loopholes. An overhaul of disclaimers, rules and consumer awareness will be on the anvil. I'm Devina Sengupta and you've been listening to The Morning Brief. This episode was edited by Indulekha Arvind and coordinated by Shashwat Mohanti. I hope you enjoyed listening in to this episode. We look forward to your feedback and write to us at themorningbrief at timesgroup.com. And if you like this episode, please share your feedback on your social media handles. We did really appreciate it. The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a nice day ahead. dot com